Welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show. Today is a Winning Wednesday episode. And you know what I'm doing right now? I'm cleaning chocolate-covered almonds out of my teeth. And I have I have a low-level confession right now. Super low-level confession. We were just in Miami. Uh, my wife was having surgery, and, and the surgeon that we needed, like one of the best in the world, was there. That doesn't add to the story, whatever. That's just why we're in Miami. And I used Instacart and Uber Eats all the time. And I found out in Miami that Uber Eats delivered 7-Eleven. And so I was lazy. I didn't feel like sitting in Miami traffic. So I always use Uber Eats to get water and snacks and everything else delivered. And legit, I was scrolling through 7-Eleven's menu inside of Uber Eats, which when it's 11 p.m. after flying across the country... And you're hungry is dangerous. It's like window shopping snack food. And it's so pretty and all the images are there and they look better. And for whatever reason, I don't feel as guilty when I'm doing it in Uber Eats as I do when I do it in the store, right? And so I come across these dark chocolate covered almonds and I was like, I'm going to get these. I'll have like three of them. So I get these dark chocolate covered almonds delivered and they're 7-Eleven brand. Like legit, 7-Eleven makes dark chocolate covered almonds. And these things are low-key the best dark chocolate covered almonds I've ever had. And I like kind of became addicted to them. And it happened to coincide with the day that I finished the 75 hard challenge with Andy Frisella. And I'm not cheating or anything. Like I ate these things. And they were so good. I finished the challenge, did great. And I was like, I'm going to have some dark chocolate almonds. And, you know, luckily my wife was there to share in the glory with me. So I didn't eat the whole bag by myself. But then I kind of like became hooked. And so before we left Miami, I got more dark dark chocolate covered almonds to bring home with me. And I'm sitting here at my desk about to record this podcast. And I just found myself mindlessly finishing a bag. And I mean an entire bag of 7-Eleven dark chocolate covered almonds, which is like a tongue twister. But that's my whole story. And that's my confession. And today we're going to talk about captain's assessments. We're going to talk about people. We're going to talk about avatars. We're going to talk about what really matters when it comes to knowing our customers. And this is something that I love talking about and I love getting fired up about. I've been on stage and in Q&As and keynotes and I've sworn about this when I've been on podcasts and I've dropped F-bombs and I was like, nobody gives a shit that your customer drives a minivan and has two kids. Like I get angry about this because... The things that people teach when it comes to knowing your customers are bullshit. And you can't know transactional things and expect transformation results. And the truth is, is that a lot of people teach crap because they don't have the empathy or compassion required to actually understand their customer and make a difference in their lives. And so I decided that I was going to teach this in full nautical theme since we use lighthouses for everything. And I was going to study this customer journey. And I've spent the last 10 years studying this customer journey. And like I legitimately obsess. And I mean, I obsess about customer journey, understanding the customer. And when you sit here and listen to this, like when you are in our world, I want you to feel like, how did he know what I was thinking? Did he read my mind? Like, how did he know I felt that way? I didn't even feel that way. It's like he knew where I needed to go and knew where I wanted to go, but I never told him where I wanted to go. And the truth is, is that it's not difficult to know those things or to see those things. It just requires us to pay attention and to know exactly what we're looking for. 
So for years, people have taught avatar, right? Do your avatar, do your avatar, do your avatar. And I'm like, fine, great. We're going to call ours our captain's assessment, right? And so I'm going to talk to you about our captain's assessment. But I got to read you this quote. I, I'm horrible at self-promotion, but this quote got me. So somebody went into uh, our Lighthouse Method course, right? Uh, which you can get at becomealighthouse.com. Uh, yeah, becomealighthouse.com. And I teach this fully, how to do it, how to know it, how to find it, all that stuff. And they were talking about just the captain's assessment. So our avatar sheet, right? So knowing your customer. And this is what they said. The captain's assessment video is incredible. I have been thoroughly educated in the customer avatar philosophy, but I have never heard of the idea of surface level desires, unexpressed desires, and the unconscious desires. You use different words, but that's the way I understood them. I can see how this is going to make a real difference to know these and address them in my messaging. And I get hundreds of these a day. And really, do you want to know what the secret is? The secret is caring. The secret is putting yourself in the position of your customer and understanding what they're going through. So if you're listening to this, I want you to envision this. I want you to envision four columns, okay? Four columns, vertical columns. Those four columns on our captain's assessment are simple. There's a before column, then there's an objection column, there's an after column, and then there's an ask column. So before, before state, okay? Objections, objections, after, after state, and then asks. What is the before state? The before state is the place where your customer currently is, okay? What is an objection? An objection is the thing that gets in the way of them achieving what they are going to go after, what they desire, what they're looking for. Then the third column is the after state. What is the after state? That is where your customer wants to be. So if they know they're in the before state, and you can solve these objections, they would receive or achieve that after state. And then what is the ask column? The ask column is then where you would escalate them into something different, have an ask, or ask them to do something, have a call to action. So that is what our captain's assessment looks like. Okay, so it's four columns, before, objection, after, and ask. Now, as you envision that, I want you to envision it in three rows. And the reason I want you to envision it in three rows, rows is there's depth to this, okay? So this is what I call the rocks, the reefs, and the shoals. So when you think about a customer and a customer in their before state, okay, they have a couple beliefs that are at play. So first is they have these external beliefs or things that you can see. I call those rocks, right? So imagine you're in a boat in the ocean and you're driving in the ocean, you can see a rock sticking out of the water. These are the things that are obvious, right? The surface level stuff, right? So if you have a, a gentleman, um, if you have a gentleman that wants to buy a new car, well, one of the external things, external beliefs you could see is his car might be broken down. It might be battered. It might need a new paint job. He might be saying, I want a new car. I don't like my car, blah, 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 blah. That would be an external belief or what I would call a rock. That makes sense, right? So if we're thinking about a customer, a gentleman that wants to buy a new car, his before state is... I want to buy a new car. I don't like my car. My car is unreliable, blah, blah, blah. When we think about it at the level of external beliefs or that rock, it's the obvious. It's the things that you can see, okay? The next level of beliefs is the internal beliefs, right? This is what we call the reefs. Now, when you're in the ocean and you're driving your boat, the reefs are underneath the water. They are not immediately seen, but sometimes you can see them. 
but you know that they're there, right? And so if this gentleman was wanting to buy a new car, what are some of his internal beliefs that would be in his before state? Ah, oh, I'm embarrassed to drive this car. Uh, people are going to think that I'm not worthwhile or that I'm dirty or that I don't take care of myself. These reefs are the internal dialogue, the feelings, the descriptions, the things that they're experiencing and making up about their current situation. So those would be the reefs. That's the internal belief, right? And then we have the the paradigm belief, the core, core, core wound of all of this. And these are what I call shoals. So in the ocean, a shoal is a shift in the bottom that you can't really see. And normally you don't find them until you end up beached on them. A lot of ships get beached on shoals. These are the beliefs that are there, the things that drive decisions, paradigm beliefs, right? So these tend to be normally a lot of the same things like I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. But these are feelings that people have when they're in cycles of buying, uh, when they're in cycles of growth, when they're in any type of customer journey. And so now when you think about your customer journey and you think about this captain's assessment as you're thinking about the quote unquote captain or your customer, you now get to think about where are they in their before state? Well, this guy's before state is he wants to buy a new car. He doesn't like his car. He's embarrassed by it. It's unreliable. It's broken, right? Well, inverse that. What's the after state? What does he want? He wants a new car, okay? He wants it to be pretty. He wants it to have a clean paint job. He wants it to be reliable. He wants it to be dependable. He wants it to say something about his social status. He wants to be associated with it, right? Well, the objections. What gets in the way? Well, maybe he doesn't have time to go to the dealership. Maybe he doesn't have the money to afford a new car. Um, you know, Maybe he just doesn't have the energy to go look. Uh, maybe he doesn't trust car dealerships. Uh, maybe he doesn't think it's that big of a deal and it's hurt bad enough to do it yet. Maybe he's bought a car and been burnt before. Uh, maybe he thinks about buying his car, but his family always drives it and he doesn't want that again. So the objections are everything that gets in the way of him wanting to buy that car. And so if you think about it and you break it down into those levels and you break it down into the external level, the external level, right, what we call the rocks, is we know that he's embarrassed by his car, it's broken, it's got a bad bumper, it needs a new paint job, and we know he wants a shiny new car, Right? And what gets in the way? Of course, time, money, and energy. That's the surface. That's where we get attention. That's where we get attention, right? We talk that language and we get attention. We can say things like, oh, are you tired of your bumper falling off and dragging the ground? But let me guess, you want that shiny new car, the red sports car, right? And money always gets in the way. We have their attention, right? But that's just attention. That doesn't shift anything. But once you get somebody's attention and you understand what they're feeling underneath it, is when you start to develop the safety and the trust and the journey and you start to shift beliefs, right? Because then you can get into things like, yeah, I imagine what it would feel like, right? Like never knowing if when you stick the key in that ignition and turn it, if the car is going to start. Not knowing if on that first date you're going to be able to get your date home or in that cold winter storm you're going to be able to get home to your kids. And I can't imagine what that would feel like. I want you to have dependability. I want you to be confident that you're always going to make it home to your family, right? And now they're enrolled because you're literally speaking to their feelings. You're speaking to the things that they think, that they feel on the inside. And these people are literally like, how are they reading my mind? How do they know this? And then when you think about the shoals, we don't talk about the shoals often. They don't come out in marketing. We don't share them often. 
But those are the things that people are going to feel. Like we know that when we give somebody peace of mind, they're going to feel good enough. We know that when they get to buy their first brand new car, they're going to feel confident and accomplished and like they made it. And it's important for us to know those things and to think about those things because those are the whys that drive our customers and their buying decisions, okay? And so what you'll notice, I just talked about the nine, right? The three by three, the before objections and after, and then the external, internal, and paradigm or the rocks, reefs, and shoals. And then you have the most important column, which is the ask column. And this is the column nobody talks about. But if you think about it, if you take a customer from their before state through an objection to an after state, what have you earned? You've earned the right to ask for them to do something. Ask for them to come into your world, to escalate up a value ladder, to share a content, to comment, to like, to invite their friends, anything. That ask column, you should list out every single selfish thing that you could ever ask for for the existence of your building, the existing of your business, right? And if you don't ask for it, I had to move the mic because I had to itch my ear. If you don't ask for it, they can't do it. So for example, let's say you do sell somebody a car and we'll stick with the car example. That person's going to be like, oh my God, George, I absolutely love you. Like, you'll never understand what it felt like. My kids were so excited to play in the car and I know that I can pick them up from school, drop them off from school, take them home, and we're never going to break down. It's made such a big difference in my life. Is there anything I can do for you? And if you don't know what to ask for, they can't support you. And it's okay. That's how reciprocity works. And so you might be like, oh my God, I'd love it if you sent a friend, right? Not really specific. What would I write? I'd be like, I'd love it if you sent 25 of your friends to buy a car. Give me their names right now and I'll follow up with them. What's the worst that's going to happen? They say no. Or, George, I don't have 25 friends, but I have 20 or 15. Or, oh my God, you know what? Why don't you come to our family barbecue, George? I have 25 family members and they could all use new cars. If you just ask for the one, you can only get the one, right? But if you ask for the 25 you have the chance to get it and you have to be specific. What do you want them to do? They're ready to support. They're ready to be on a journey. And so that ask column is a very, very important column to have when it comes to your customer journeys. So let's say you're taking this avatar sheet and you have the before state, the objections, the after state, and the ask. You're like, oh yeah, how do I use this? Well, let's say you want to write a social post. If you put all four of those columns in a social post, you can take somebody on a journey before state like hey are you tired of driving a car with a bumper that drags or doesn't start right and i know we all want the shiny new car we want the dependability after state but what gets in the way objection 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 but it doesn't have to be that way hey shoot us a comment below and call us in and we'll tell you what we can get for your trade and see if we can get you in a new car ask right or uh go the other way um have a picture of a broken car like no time no money been burnt by used car dealerships before? Totally. And you don't ever want to be there, but now you're sitting in before state. You're sitting there with a car that you don't love, you want to get a new one, and you just don't want to be in the dealership for 10 hours, right? Of course not. But you want that shiny new car. You want the dependability. Well, we'll make a promise with you. Leave a comment below. We'll set up a call. We'll bring the paperwork to your house and make it easy for you. Writing an email before state objection after state ask, and you can change the order. This document, this captain's assessment is the most important document that you could ever have in your business. And it helps you understand your customer better than your customer understands themselves. And so this is how you're supposed to look at avatars. This is how you're supposed to look 
at customers and the journey that you're taking them on. And so nobody gives a shit that somebody, you know, um, loves taking collagen. Nobody cares, right? Why is that person taking collagen? What are they looking for? Are they looking for energy or health? Are they looking to have a beach-ready body? Cool. That also means they're looking for confidence and self-love and acceptance, right? What does that mean that they might be feeling now? They might be feeling tired and sluggish and non-confident and closed and disconnected and lonely. And our job is to know these things because those are the differences that we make in our people's lives. And so this captain's assessment, the way in which you look at your customers in this customer journey, the way in which you see this captain's assessment determines the success of your business because it's determining your ability to take your customers on a journey from where they really are to where they really want to go. And that's your job as a business owner. And so we can sit here and talk about, oh yeah, you know, I'll help you make your first thousand dollars or I'll help you, you know, get that beach body or I'll help you buy that brand new car, right? But at the end of the day, when the novelty wears off and the dopamine is gone, that's not why they're doing it. Why do they want more money? To buy more toys, to spend more time with their family, to have more freedom, maybe. To prove the story wrong and that they're not like their parents, maybe. Maybe all of the above, but it's not just for the shiny watch, right? Why do they want that beach body? I don't know, self-confidence, self-love. They want to move to the beach. Maybe they were bullied as a kid and this is their way of getting back. Maybe they're loving themselves. Maybe they want to be a better example for their kids. I don't know, but your job is to know. And if you pay attention and you do know, you get to transform people's lives. And so you can sit out here and you can sell six-pack shortcuts all day and they're going to be transacted upon and skip and skip and skip. Or you can transform people's lives and give them everything that they're looking for and build a brand that they are committed to for life because of what it means, what it means to them, what it means to you. But it all starts with you understanding them. And so this captain's assessment is the most important thing that you can do. Once you nail your lighthouse, right? Once you know why you do what you do, what you do and how you do it, this is the other most important piece. And this is knowing who you serve. I mean, knowing them at a deep level. And the challenge that people run into is that in order to know your customer at this deep of a level, you have to know yourself at this deep of a level. You have to spend time in their shoes. You have to look at yourself and you have to have those conversations with those shadows. You have to look at your fears and your doubts and your insecurities and imposter syndrome and what gets in the way and why we struggle to write emails sometimes and why we struggle to go to meetings and how we're afraid to pick up that sales call and how we don't think we're going to close the deal. Our customers feel all the same things that we feel. But in order for us to really understand what they feel, to empathize with it and to be able to communicate it and design journeys that help them get through it, we also have to feel ours and be aware of ours. We have to work on ourselves while working on our customers to make the biggest difference. And so this captain's assessment is the only way that you should look at customer journeys. It's the only way that you should look at avatars. Everything else is ineffective. And as I say this, do you really think, like let's say I have a single mom of two who wants to start an online business so she can spend more time with her kids and provide in a way that she never thought that she could because she's never made an income. Do you really think she wants to see an ad or a piece of content that says, hey mom, I know you're driving that minivan, you have those two kids and you're so ready to make your first $500. No, 
She wants to know that you understand where she is, what it feels like, what it's going to mean for her, for her kids, and the difference that it's going to make, how it's going to change her life, how it's going to change the way that she sees herself, the way that her kids see her, and the impact that she can have on the world. That's what she's going to respond to. Everything else is feeding all the bullshit that's not going to deliver results. And if you're into feeding bullshit and results, go somewhere else. We're into transforming people's lives. And when you take the time to do this, the impact lasts forever. And it makes a difference in you, your customers, your team, and everybody else involved. And there's absolutely zero way to lose this game. And so I give a ton of examples about this. We actually just put together a brand legacy bundle. So listen, uh, I got to tell you, (laughs) some of you have been asking and you've been asking a lot and a lot and a lot. George, like, okay, I get it. I get it. Do you have some examples? Can you write me some social prompts? Can you give me just a couple examples of what these emails will look like? Yes, yes, and yes, and yes. And so I finally caved. I said no for four years, but we just put together the brand legacy bundle and it has all of it. Um, I wrote together some sales sequences, some fulfillment sequences, I think like a hundred plus social media prompts for like you to post, to fill out, to fill out your captain's assessment, to learn your customer, to get them to give you their information, engage with you on social, get them to pay you before it's created. Uh, I think we get into a ton of other stuff and I can't even remember what all of it is, but it's really, really simple. If you want the brand legacy bundle, uh, go to mindofgeorge.com www.mindofgeorge.com slash bundle slash bundle. And I hope that link works. I think it works. Uh, But that's the brand legacy bundle. It'll be linked on the homepage as well. But go check that out if you want it. Or if you want to just really skip that, you get that too. But if you want to do like our 90 day transformational lighthouse method program where I teach you how to do this, like once and for all to have this forever, design your customer journey, to know how to do this, to then know how to design the journey, write the emails, write the social content, make the program, sell your courses, sell your products, get them to fall in love with you, do your work for you, do your social media marketing, do your email marketing, and do all of those things in short digestible chunks that you can put into practice pretty quickly and have this once and forever to use in this business, the next business, or 25 businesses from now, I teach you the principles, the things that you're going to use today, tomorrow, next week, and next year that will never expire. And so if you want that, I need you to come join our Lighthouse Method program. And that is at www.becomealighthouse.com. So become, B-E-C-O-M-E-A, and then Lighthouse, L-I-G-H-T-H-O-U-S-E.com. No matter what you do, no matter what you do, I need you to find a copy of this captain's assessment. So if you're in our Facebook group, ask somebody. I think we've posted it in there. Uh, I believe we have a free training on the website. It's in the courses. DM me, DM Tyler and my team. Find a copy of this captain's assessment. And I want you to fill it out or write it on your paper. Write in your four columns, before, objection, after, and ask. And then the three rows that you want, the top row is rocks, the middle row is reefs, and the bottom row is shoals. And I want you to learn your customer better than your customer knows themselves. And I want you to get obsessed with it. I want you to feel like, I want them to feel like you're reading their mind. I want them to feel like you're finishing their sentences and you know what they're feeling before they feel it. And you know where they're going before they know they're going there. 
I guarantee you, if you take the time to do this and you change the way that you think about this and add some depth into the research you do around your customers, your business, your life, and their life through their results will transform forever. So now I'm going to wrap this episode. I'm going to go eat some more chocolate-covered almonds because that had nothing to do with this podcast. But if you're addicted to chocolate-covered almonds with me, like send me some love and let me know I'm not alone. But I will see you guys in the next episode. I'm sure there's an outro coming. I love absolutely every one of you. And remember that relationships always beat algorithms. Bye.